guys in the NBA go to sleep early the night before playing the Phoenix Suns? Hell no. No. You mean as a team or would you talk about Chris Paul individually? Chris Paul individually. Okay. No. I'm going to Stake 44 over there in Phoenix. I'm mm. going to have me a nice little wine, probably sweat it out, and uh, the pregame shoot around and get ready for Chris Paul. Steph Curry, I'm going, I'm going to bed at 8 o'clock. Mom, don't call me. My girl, don't call me. I don't, I'm, I'm locked in right now. It's not. It's, it's, it's two different monsters. That's all. Oh, it's over. It's over. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Please don't aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Their defense is atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love the playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? <laughs> All right, welcome back. Swish FM, Chris Wendelkin, Ben Craw, Brandon Lizzie, a.k.a. Whammy, joining us to break down the Eastern and Western Conference Finals and the NBA playoffs. Guys, there's a lot to unpack mm-hmm. here. Uh, we are going to preview both the uh, Heat and Celtics and Warriors and Mavs. Yeah. But um, before we do that, we had two pretty critical Game 7s on Sunday, the number one Phoenix Suns and the number three... Milwaukee Bucks were mm. sent home. These were the NBA mm. finalists last year, the Suns and the Bucks. Truly, who could have seen it coming? Looks like they'll be playing no a one... loser's final this year. This <laughs> Is there a loser's yeah. bracket that they can compete Ben, that with? was crushing. That was yeah. absolutely destructive. <laughs> Start with a quick little uh, uh, post-mortem here at the top. What happened here? Uh, Milwaukee, what happened? Uh, Phoenix? <laughs> Wham, like you want to kick us off? What, ha- what happened here? Um, I don't know. It was like, well, the Bucks played for a half, and then it was as if uh, the Suns and Bucks were like, hey, guys. Like, it was as if they were approached by a rogue billionaire hmm. to play, um, like, another series, like, repeat last year's finals for, with, like, a billion dollars on the line. Like, you, it kind of seemed like, you know, like a guy with a suitcase came into both locker rooms and were like, listen, if you just don't play this these games and come play another game hmm. for another, like, you know, a private game for this billionaire, he'll give you each a billion dollars. So you're, that's my you're guess. alleging a, yeah, that's my guess. some yeah. sort of a gambling It's a squid, conspiracy. it's kind of like a squid game, you know, mm-hmm. situation without the... Squid well, game. Well, wait, I have that. a question. Yeah. Did you guys see Devin Booker's comment about playing in Istanbul? Uh, no. What? Is this real? Is Wait, my... no, this is real. I was very confused. I didn't have the time to research the backstory, um, but it was, uh, it was Devin, Devin Booker, Booker Istanbul quote tweeting Stephen A. Smith. So Stephen A. Smith, uh, after the game tweets, I've never been more wrong. I can't believe how great the Dallas Mavs look and how pathetically awful the Suns look. At mm. CP3, at Great. Devin Booker Great 31, three. have been no-shows. I can't believe this. Wow. Devin Booker quote tweeted him and wrote, I didn't know I was supposed to show up. I had a game in Istanbul the same day. I'll be ready next time. I don't know what I'm, that I'm means. I'm telling you right there's now. Pro- there's got to be some some. This has got backstory. Squid Game vibes written all over it. I, I'm willing to go out, stake my credibility on this, that Devin Booker was approached by a billionaire from Istanbul and offered a bunch of money to throw Game 7. That's the only thing I could think of, because these games were not games. They were complete you know, rolling overs of um, uh, what I would think were the better teams. Oh, wait a minute. I got it. I figured it out, guys. It's a joke, yeah. In a confusion of names, Stephen A. tagged the wrong Devin Booker in his post. Um, so, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. So there's... Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wait. Share with us, Ben. Share with us. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I'm figuring this all out. So Devin Booker, yep. at Devin Booker 31 who is verified, yep. blue check mark, yep. is apparently not the Devin Booker that plays for the Phoenix Suns, but is in fact a pro basketball player in Europe who plays for the 
Turkish team Fener Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce. Fener, Fener well, this is all a great cover for what I believe um, really happened, which is they were approached by a guy who paid them to play in a different game. This makes a lot more sense. Bucks versus Suns is going on somewhere, and we don't even know where, and they're getting paid handsomely. So the Bucks, it seems, Wham, uh, just like couldn't keep pace with Boston offensively, right? They Specifically, there was just this barrage of threes yeah. that the Celtics hit. Yeah. And Milwaukee really seemed to be feeling the loss of Chris Middleton, who yeah, was sidelined due to deal. the sprained left deal. MCL. Yeah. And Robin you know, was out and Batman was tired. That mm, seemed like yeah. it was, that was and the... That's the thing, man. Giannis was just he was carrying yeah, he was carrying this humongous offensive load and really without a secondary scorer, they just had no chance. They were trying to win these games like it was old school 90s basketball, Ben. And, uh, you know, you, you can't really win these games 88 to 80 anymore. It's just not feasible. Drew Holiday well, is a great player. Well, unless you're the team that scores 88. Sure. Yeah, then you can sure. win. Yeah. Sure. Drew Holiday is a great player, a uh, great on-ball defender, but he's just not the offensive creator of Chris Middleton's. Uh, well, it's a, you, know, you know, if counter. you lose your second best, arguably second best player in a series, you're going to have a tough time. And they were looking like they were going to pull it out, but they didn't do it. And I think if Middleton's there, there's no question to me. It's it's a different series, but it wasn't that. Think about this. Think about this. According to uh, ESPN stat, stats and info, the Bucks, uh, the Celtics made 53 more three pointers in the series than the Bucks. Now, it's the largest differential in NBA history. If this were last year. What would we be saying? We'd be saying Budenholzer's system is a joke. He can't keep doing this. This is this. That's the Budenholzer holder system is to give up three three looks. He, that's, that's the gamble. Yeah. So you know that's the result it's when a you don't have sword, someone those three when you don't have Chris Middleton to defend and Chris Middleton to shoot threes on the other end. It's not to mention uh, PJ Tucker, Dante DiVincenzo. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a big um, deal. Serge Baca didn't really see him play very yeah, much. Yeah, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen was terrible, right? And just yes, you yeah. know, like that was a. I remember wa- I watched watching the first half, and I'm Grayson like, Allen was two of eighteen and, from three over the last six games. And in mm. the last game, he was just getting the ball and firing, firing the ball, and then fouling on defense and getting blown by. It just was really awful to watch him. And if he's you know he's not the replacement for PJ Tucker, but you know he's. In, d- yeah. in theory, he's supposed to be a 3 and D guy. You know, that's the, that's the role you're trying to fill there. Totally. And then the other part of this is just, you know, we'll talk more about the Celtics, but Tatum and Brown were phenomenal. The Bucks, yeah. the Bucks were committed to, you know, protecting the rim at all costs and decided, you know, if the Celtics Shoot were going to beat them. And then Marcus Smart was just... Yeah. It was going to have to be the Celtics away. role players hitting yeah. those threes. And they did. I mean, what Boston was Marcus Smart's 20- line? Yeah. Boston Boston made 22 threes. It was the most in Game 7 history. Grant Williams took 18 threes. Yeah, I was going to say it was Grant Williams who stole the show in Game 7. Who saw that coming? NBA record for a Game 7. He made 7 of 18 from 3. So, uh, yeah, that's how the cookie So that'll do it, folks. Let's talk about Phoenix here just for a sec. I mean, this... Suns four. Wow. When you like... Wow. What happened? What the hell happened here? Well, I gave my take that the Suns and Bucks should win because they were better teams. They were good takes. They, Wham, stamps, I think they were bad takes. No. I think they were bad. I think, the I takes, think they were good. I think the you takes have nothing have proven to, to be, be quite cold. With those takes. You know, if you get, it's like a temperature's a If continuum. you go back in time. And if you get cold enough, it actually becomes hot. And if you get hot enough, it actually becomes cold. I would take those takes 10 out of 10 take. times. Well, thank you, Ben. That's yeah. I obviously stand by my takes, even though they were completely wrong. Yeah. Um, I have nothing. I wouldn't change anything. I am who I am today because of those takes. Yeah, you definitely can't change, change no, as we all know. Change. Matisse Thibel has taught us. But just the, they crushed. They crushed. Um, oh my God! I just cannot believe. I just Phoenix. <laughs> they crushed Phoenix. Yes, they, exactly. they crushed them right Phoenix out of your memory. Another team. They crushed. No, Phoenix they played crushed so the poorly. I, I died. It just—it's a blank in my head, in my mind. Yeah. They crushed the Mavs in Game Five, was it? And I was like, "This is, this is it, folks." It just looked like they had better players at every position, but Luca. And in this last game, you know, Booker was listless. Aiton didn't do very much. Criticized by Stephen A. Smith for staying up playing video games. <laughs> Chris Paul supposedly had a quad injury. I can't believe we have gamer shaming for, going on. Yeah, here. game gamer shaming is not 
is not it's not where it's at. No, no, no. We, but, this uh, podcast Chris does not Paul, abide gamer shaming. No, it does not. Just Chris for Paul, the record, Chris, putting that. Don't yeah. game shame. Don't no, game shame. No gamer game shamer. Shame. Gamer shamers are not welcome. But Chris Paul with a with the thigh injury, supposedly. Um, Bullshit. Uh, no, you know. That I don't know. Marcus I kind Spears, of believe. I kind of, yeah, I, yeah. I tend to believe Marcus Spears is. Uh, Marcus Spears reported it in a way that wasn't. He said specifically, Chris Paul did not leak this to me. Yeah. I don't know if he would say that. I mean, I don't know if he would, but that's a willful lie if he's not. But he said he found out because he um, was observing him limp and asked some he was, team he was staff about he was, it. He was yeah. pretty sure. I know he was room. hurt. Yeah. Everyone's hurt at this point of the season, but that that can't really be the um, they they loved, they were trailing by like forty points. It was so most bad. Of the game. It was so bad. And didn't I mean it, honestly? And we also had yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Luca had the same amount of points twenty seven as Phoenix had at the half. Very I mean, bad. he bullied That's everyone that tried to guard him. Defense. Dallas's defense was just hounding. Devin Booker never should have never should have triggered him with the uh, the Luca special yeah, comments. It honestly was one of the most embarrassing, shocking losses that I can remember, you know, on a big stage in any sport like ever. I mean, it's 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 not so much embarrassing that they lost to Dallas, but it's really like how they lost. They had to, yeah. the team had to put out a statement. Did you see the statement that the Phoenix Suns official Twitter account what released? They say? No. Just like what was the literally just being like we're sorry, like stick with us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like not in so many words, but it was basically just was, like we, we know we know that you are <laughs> utterly embarrassed uh, to be a fan of our organization. We will do better. <laughs> the number will one seed, yeah. and they just completely no showed at home in a game seven loss. They were like, well, I said, they, they no showed for the, most of the game by like forty points. They no showed. They were up three one, right? They no showed in many, many. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a big, big no show in a couple games. I, it's shocking. It's it's. I cannot say how shocked I am. I guess this makes sense, given that Phoenix, I believe, I said, you know, the team that's come the closest but never won. And I got no clue what, what, what's in store for Phoenix's offseason. That's, that's what I was going to say. Is DeAndre Ayton is a restricted free agent. It seems like out, an Ayton trade. You know, he, can, he can go out on the market and get an offer, a max offer, and Phoenix has the chance to match it. But does he seem like to you, it does seems, he seem like someone you want to offer a max salary to? It seems like an Ayton trade is what we're looking at, you know. Yeah, and where that is, where what they get back, um, I don't know that they'll get back equal value. Or uh, I'm saying this now, I don't want this to happen, but I just got a weird feeling that DeAndre Ayton's going to be on the Knicks. Yeah, baby, let's go. Uh, like a sign and I trade. Yes, I would we, say like with Mitch Robinson and some picks and like role players. I'm, oh, I'm just I mean, telling that you, is bad. that is. I would bad. love yeah. Mitch Robinson exactly. on the Suns. I Mitch think that, I think he'd be great. No, I really do. I think they he need, would be great. Yeah, like a defensive Well, anchor. that's the yes and no, right? Because Aiton's kind of this tweener, not quite a defensive stud, not quite an offensive stud, but he contributes in both categories. And Robinson yeah. can't dribble, and that, I think they need somebody who can play offense. That sort of seemed to be what they were lacking. I mean, they were lacking they everything. They to make a shot yeah, on they the were, perimeter outside. I mean, I know Booker went, obviously, ice cold in Game 7. Yeah. But it just seems like if Chris Paul is going to be getting hurt every spring, right, they need know, another, every May, they need June. A, a point guard who can successfully back him up and run the yeah, team. Yeah, and, and get who can like, create and, some offense, hit a shot. I mean, when, I you're, when you're watching Bismack Biombo throw down you know, 12, 20 points or whatever because Chris Paul is just working the defense to get Biombo to dunk... You're, that's that's like you know that's how they were just they were just crushing people because Paul's brilliance and Booker's shooting ability and Mikel Bridges playing defense and shooting and and Aiton playing defense and shooting as well. It's like, but then when Paul goes regular down, season like, stuff, just regular yeah, season stuff. Yeah, Paul Paul went. Well, I think it was Paul. I think Paul not being 100 percent was a big deal. And if even somebody like Tyus Jones or just another competent backup would maybe keep him healthier and maybe keep him. Um, you know, in the playoffs, they wouldn't be in such a dire. St- I mean, they wouldn't lose by this much. But I, he's obviously transcendent and very good. But they need somebody who can come in for him and not have the whole wheel fall off. Yeah, he really needs to just take like January to March off. Why is he playing just off completely. during the regular just, season? Just like have an injury and just he was off. He he had the finger the injury. Thing, he right? was rest. It's like he was playing and he was pretty rested. He just took the last six weeks off because of a, a finger something. injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, should have taken twelve. Well, it is fascinating where they go, and it's like, you know, they could be, I could imagine, Aiton is probably going to go, right? He's not the the reason that this happened, but he's the trade chip that they can use. And 
Yeah, he's like the Zach one. Zach Lowe threw out Aiton for Grobert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that. What, what did fun. they say? He played 17 minutes. Yeah, and then he got in a fight with Monty Williams on the sideline. Yeah, right? that's that's yeah. the kiss of death. There, you can't. I wonder can't what video be cannot, game he likes. You cannot the most. be gaming before. Uh, no gamer you know, shamers. Yeah. No. <laughs> Listen, if it. you're up playing video games, you're gonna get traded. <laughs> I wonder if he's if he's like a League of Legends guy. I want to know. I wanna, like really, yeah, what, what the hell he happened? Like yeah. he came he came to the arena and like looked tired, and Monty was like, "Were you playing games all night?" <laughs> well, and also like. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I guess I guess it's because he only played 17 minutes and he wasn't able to accrue worse stats. But he was minus 23. Uh, Miles Mikael Bridges was minus 40. Hmm. Uh, Chris Paul was minus 39, and Devin Booker was minus 41. So, you know, he played less, so therefore got less minuses. But hmm. that doesn't look like doesn't look like other people who weren't unless he was. Super Smash Brothering with all of those guys up yeah. until four thirty in the morning. <laughs> Unless he was the one who was like, "Guys, team game we, tournament." Listen, we just yeah, we just gotta we gotta play Super Smash until we until we all pass out here. Then yeah. I'm telling it's not you, keep, it, keep an eye on it, folks. He was DeAndre only two of five and I mean, an Xbox headed to yeah. Madison Square Garden in the off season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope keeping an eye on it. I just hope that's not the case. For him, right, ben, for him, you, for everybody. It's, it you be pick, Ben. Do you you want to start with the Eastern or the Western Conference Finals? Mm, let's go West. West. I've got a, I got a fever. West. I've got a little okay. fever. Mm. All right. So um, what we're going to do here, we're just going to have a very kind of loosey-goosey, free-flowing conversation. But I asked you guys to think about some questions that you had for the series, some matchups that you're keeping an eye on, and uh, if, if you have a prediction, um, I asked you to just jot that down. So let's start with the questions. Um, anything that you guys are wondering about at the outset of this series between Golden State and Dallas? I'm, I'm wondering if Luka can fulfill his destiny and, and become 2016 LeBron. And vanquish these guys, you know, relatively single-handedly. It, it does look like a somewhat one v five situation out there, and yeah. I would be shocked if the Mavs pull it out. Honestly, um, I hate the Warriors. I don't like how they play. Mm. But I will say, are, the, you, are you rooting for the Mavs? I am rooting. I the Mavs. I was. I said this to you in my text thread. The Mavs have saved me once before when LeBron went to Miami. And went to the uh, finals the first year. 2011. LeBron one of, broke one of my, my heart. One of my favorite finals of all time. Great. Amazing finals. Incredible. And uh, the Mavs, if they can save the NBA by not having two, you know, the, the only team that is fun that's left in this tournament is the Mavs. And a lot is riding on them. And I think that they, obviously, I think they will fail because that the obviously, postseason has gone wow. this way. Well, the, I think the, it's just more fate. Um, you know, maybe they feel this was the mountain that they felt they had to climb and now they're going to be swept out by the, I think I can see them getting swept. I mean, the Warriors. Wow. <laughs> I, I think the talent is. That's your, that's your prediction? A 4-0 sweep? I could see it. Do you not see it? What do you see? What's your, what's your prediction? Well. Let's wait on the predicts. Yeah, okay. Let's sorry, sorry. Might be, well, yeah, let's wait on the predicts. Um, yeah, there's a structure. Yes. There's a format Yeah, so my question follow. is, can, can Luca, you know. Yeah take it to the next level and mm. just so i'll piggyback on that whammy yeah. i kind of wonder what the hell does golden state do about luca um because at this point he is literally matchup hunting when he's got the ball in his hands so you know golden state may start by putting andrew wiggins guarding him yeah that's the that's but, the you plan know, yeah luca's just going to survey the floor and decide who he wants to take one on one and Jordan yeah, exactly Poole. so he's just he's going to pick the weakest link on the floor for golden state defensively and go so you know i think we see lots of of reggie bullock coming up setting a screen and then getting steph clay switched onto luca and then luca takes steph curry one-on-one to the rim and he's just going to body these guys absolutely bully these guys at the rim and it's 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 going to be true of a lot of these smaller guards that um, that Golden State likes to play. So whether it's Jordan Poole, whether it's you know Clay Thompson, whether it's Steph Curry. I mean Luca, Luca yeah, Thompson is Thompson. Luca's six seven two thirty two forty. He's got a healthy fifty sixty he pounds does. on Wiggins, Curry, Poole. He does, and Thompson's not. This Clay Thompson can't keep up with Luca. In the past, right. he would have been like, yeah. oh, Clay can keep up with him. But I it's think a different you, guy. you point to game seven 
and you, there were three Mavericks that scored double figure points, and that's it. Everyone else had under ten points. You know, the, it's so. I think the Warriors. Um, you know, maybe Kerr being out if he's still out is a big deal. But he's I think the Warriors. Protocols. Oh, that's good. So <clears throat> terrible for everybody in the world, but um, but him and the team. <laughs> but so I think you look at the Mavs and you just. I just don't see. I've seen the Warriors play a team with one person, and I've seen LeBron get really close and get frustrated because J.R. Smith. Um, doesn't remember the score it's at the different end of the Warriors game. team though, my friend. Uh, it they're, is. They're a little they're older. Different. They're a little bit more susceptible. Yeah, I'd say but, so. Um, but I would say uh, it seems improbable to me because if they get Iguodala back, Iguodala can play some minutes on Luca. But then you look at, you know, maybe you're like, oh, Finney Smith versus Curry, and you know, the, those are things that could help you. But I just, it's so hard for me. To, I see this one guy going up against the Warriors, and I just get that taste in my mouth of, I guess Durant isn't there, and. Um, LeBron beat the Warriors when his team was at full strength the one time he played him, but we'll see. Ben, you have any questions uh, at the outset of this series? I have no questions, Chris. Okay. I only have a <laughs> well, fever. You feel like everything's sort of settled? Yeah. And, yeah. Everything is very clear in my mind, yeah. um, and I'm just excited, excited to uh, to watch it all unfold to watch the, the way I my see question it is, in my head. Do we get <laughs> peak Bertans? <laughs> Uh, if we get if we get, if Bertans can d- go out there and dominate and let's say Bertans were able, was able to hit 23s in this series I yeah. think the Mavs are winning. Yeah. Yeah. I want yeah. I want some Bertans. I want some Frank Nilakina crunch crunch time minutes. Crunch time minutes. I want Reggie Bullock uh just punishing the New York Knicks for letting him walk. Um Nilakina, mean, Bullock, Finney Smith yeah. Those are important guys when you're playing Steph they Curry really and Clay Thompson. Which yeah. is Ben, I have, a, <clears throat> I, have a, I have a question for you. What's going on with Steph Curry's three-point shooting? Um, this is the first season where he's hoisted at least 53s and shot under 40%. You do. He's not good anymore. And <laughs> so far in the playoffs, Ben, he's shooting just 35% from three. Ben, does Curry return to his former self? I doubt or it. Is Steph Curry now just a good but not great three-point shooter? Yeah, I think he's, uh, you know, I think he's a glorified... uh, (laughs) Yes. trying to think of a... (laughs) Glorified three-point shooting Uh, guy. Terry Rozier. (laughs) uh, Devontae Graham. Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Blistering. Amy, I got one for you. This guy's washed Um, up, folks. Listen, uh, he had a good run. Let's... We all Let's go to the Steph, beach. Check the know? check the tide. You'll find him there. He's washed up, baby. Yeah. Wham! I got one for you, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Sure. Um, mm. This guy was a hero in Game Seven against the Suns. Coming off the bench, he put in thirty points on twenty five minutes. He hit five threes sure. in a Game Six win. During the regular season, the Mavericks were eighteen and five when he was in the lineup, and he can you know he can break down defenses as either a primary you know, playmaker or secondary playmaker, especially when Lucas on the bench kind of catching his breath with the second unit. Wham. So can Dinwiddie be like a really, do you think he could be like a reliable threat for the Mavericks off the bench with the second unit? Or was that game seven versus Phoenix just kind of like a flash in the pan? Well, he's played well for, um, for the Mavericks. He can be, but the question is, do you want to count on Spencer Dinwiddie or do you want to count on Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, you know, it's it's the talent drop off between the second best player on the Mavs and the second best. You know, obviously the Mavs have the best player, but then yep. Curry is not that far from him, or until he was washed up, it just reported on the show. Yeah, Curry's not that far from him, and then the second best player, who's this? I guess the second, Clay Thompson's old. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe now thinking about this, yeah, you might second, want to check. Your here's notes my there, question. Man. Here's my question for you guys: Is mm. who's yeah. the second best player? Okay, Curry, let's go this. Who's the third best player in, in this series? You've got, let's say, Doncic, Curry, and then who's third third best player in this series? I mean, I guess you'd have to say Draymond, but obviously... Do you? Because yeah. he's not good. Yeah, he's, Well, <laughs> that's not entirely fair. I'd say he's still quite critical to the team's success on defense and offense, obviously not from his shooting, which is non-existent, but his right. know, running of the his offense other, the other and his, screening and punching you know, people, whatever, like you know, yeah. intangibles and yeah, and also just uh, yeah, floor generally and 
I think if he pushes the pace, you know, like if he's just like the the type of like nonstop Draymond engine who just grabs the ball and goes every single time he touches it, um, you know, I think he can definitely be a, be a pretty. You think he's the third best in this series? Wait, I mean, I think that's a great point. Like, I think the whoever winds up being the third best player that's, in this that's series gonna be the series yeah. might tilt the the scales. If because Jalen right Brunson now, I think, can show out, right? That's what I'm saying. Like. If if Jalen Brunson averages twenty five points a game in this series and he winds up being the third best player, that's a totally good different shot forecast. For Mavs, yeah. yeah, that's a totally different forecast for the series. Just like if Clay Thompson averages thirty points right, a game, if he or Draymond, up, yeah. if Draymond's averaging a triple double, you know, what I, I mean? think it's if, like, if Draymond's the third best player in this series, I still think you also have to favor Dallas then because I think then, I I think you know that that's not enough the draymond's contributions aren't enough yeah so guys listen you, to me luca yeah. this is it's time all right it's oh happening. no <laughs> don't do it and we're not up to predictions we're just doing okay matchups. okay okay sorry x factor all right sorry, okay I thought, all okay right. never mind um, sorry. ben give us a give I us got, a matchup give us a matchup that you've got your eye on um luka Doncic, i think is gonna be <laughs> great matchup. um a, a major major uh, x factor I think Luka Doncic I've seen him versus play. Yeah. Um, Andrew Wiggins uh, is or a big deal. Steph Curry, Draymond perhaps, Jonathan Kaminga, yeah. basically whoever guards Luka Doncic. Um, that's going to be the, the matchup I'm keeping my eye on for this series, Chris. Yep. Yeah. 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 And right now it's, it's looking like it's going to be Wiggins, mm-hmm. who's the primary defender on Doncic. Um, he's had a really good run in the playoffs. We should not sleep on this guy. He is quietly becoming one of the better wing defenders in the league um well, wham what about you what's what's when you're, when you're quietly you becoming your something on? that is what often puts people to sleep mm, ah yes we don't know yeah that's right i would say i'm i'm looking at uh you know if let's say dorian finney smith versus uh golden state warriors guard x yeah, you know it doesn't matter what guard it is, but if he can have when an you're, impact when, when it's guard X, it's definitely an X factor. Yeah, that's that's right. Well, well, whether it be pool or Curry, you know, flitting around like or little clay. water bugs out there, shooting up threes and doing little shimmies, uh, if <laughs> is, if he can affect that, then again, it's you favor the man. Is it, it? Do you think the idea with Finney Smith is they're just going to throw him at the warrior that is like shooting the best? Like he's there. I would assume that he'd be on the ball handler depending on how the matchups play out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, two, let's say two, let's say you got two guards out there, Poole, Curry. Man, I can't wait to see Bullock. I, I was going to say, Bullock, Bullock is going to shut some people down. Frank yeah. Nilakina. Frank Nilakina. I'm telling Nilekina you, he's going to play some minutes. There could be a Nilakina moment in this series. Oh, my God. Just the, this is I the matchup for him to come out and make a difference on defense. Yeah. And this is, he's been waiting. He's been on ice for whatever, seven years it's been. And he's, yeah. this it is the time It just feels like the, the Mavericks have more of those kind of guys to just throw in they there do. and like they cause, do. cause chaos than the Warriors. Like, obviously, the they Warriors do. have a lot of good shooters. But then you look, you look and you're like, is somebody like Kaminga the antidote to that because i think that yeah. if you go i mean he's a guy that could swing the series right exactly, Wayne. if you like, go if you go pool curry thompson kaminga green that's a lot of you know that's a lot of but which one is shooting the shooting they can't all but let me counter coming let me counter so the X-Factor. matchup good <laughs> the matchup that i'm thinking about most ben is you know we've heard so much about this like warriors death lineup over the years this season sure. it's been the pool the pool party, pool party yeah. right the small ball lineup mm. but i think we're maybe sleeping on the fact that the mavericks have a small ball lineup of reggie bullock mm-hmm. dorian finney smith jalen brunson spencer dinwiddie alongside Doncic. That's basically oh, four weird. wings and guards <laughs> alongside Luca. They spread the four. Listen to these playoff three-point shooting percentage, percentages, Wendy. Sure. Bullock is at 39%. Dinwiddie's at 40%. Ka-ching. Maxi Kleber Kleber's is at been four, ripping it up. Mm, yeah. He's at 49%. Davis, Davis Bertans is at 43%. Yeah, Smith's mm. at 42%. They didn't even so have to Dal- dust off Bertans in Game Seven. They when just- Dallas is when Dallas is playing small and they're switching on D and they're spreading the floor, it's just bombs away from three. And I don't know. I think that like between that offensively, that that game plan of spreading the floor, 
you know, going with like pulling a traditional big and playing that that small ball lineup and then just hounding those guys on the wing defensively, you know, like Could smothering Steph Curry with with Finney Smith and Bullock. I think this is going to be a really, really great series. You look at Otto Porter and and uh, if he's available, that's a big deal. And mm. Andre Iguodala, if they can come back and put those two guys on Luca, it helps them out a lot. Because if they don't have those two... What's Otto Porter's injury? What is he coming back from? Um, mm. Something. Let me look. I Hand something, leg something. Hopeful foot, his foot. So... Mm. Hopefully his foot is not bothering him, but the foot right, let's feet talk, are necessary. So, yeah. Let's talk a little predictions here. We don't have to predict. You sure. don't, I'm not asking you for a prediction on who's going to win the series or whatever, but just give me some predictions. Like, hey, yeah, I we, think don't wanna, we don't want to. We don't want to. You know, r- rush to conclusions here. Yeah, we got a lot of more podcasts to make here. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> if I would love, I would love a prediction. I would love a prediction. Let's play it like Zach Lowe, where I talk for an hour about a uh, play an upcoming playoff series, and at the very end, I'm going to say I'm not going to offer a prediction. I need a little more time to think about it. That's yeah, what, that's sure. what people want to hear. Sounds good. All right, ben, well, go predict for it. Some, rip, ben, rip predict it something for it. me. Uh, I think that the Golden State Warriors, <clears throat> excuse me, will win Game One of the series, yeah. and the Dallas yeah. Mavericks will win the next four games, Mavs and five. Whoa! Oh, I love that. Is that copyright? Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Uh, I think theme? I don't think we'll get dinged for that. Um. Wow. Brandon, what do you got? Oh man, I think that this is a six gamer. Mm-hmm. Six six mm-hmm. no no sorry, seven gamer. You said a four game seven. sweep like a few minutes ago. I did, but here's here's the here's my prediction. <laughs> it's the the Warriors are gonna do what they always do, which is look like shit for several games and then win based on just the most garbage three point barrage in the second half of game seven or whatever. The, I think that they will snooze you know the, they may they may crush the mavericks in one game and then get crushed two games in a row and then win a close game it's, it's going to be seven and it's going to be they're going to win they, they're going to look like they should lose and then win that's my prediction there hmm. seven games warriors and they will look like they should have lost the series but not give lose. me give me a predict for me like a player for the warriors like you mentioned Kaminga before. Give me a player that's going to have a big series that we weren't expecting. Another X Factor? Is that what you're looking uh, for, Chris? An X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm going to, I'll go to, uh, it's either Porter, Porter or Kaminga. If they can hit 40% of their threes and play good defense, those will, that will be the, that is a big Great. Deal. Did you give an X Factor for Dallas, though? Sorry, what was that? Was it, I need an X factor for Dallas. You, you gave a Golden State. Oh, an X factor for Dallas is yeah. Finney Smith. I think. I, I think. Oh, uh, is that what you said? Okay. Right. I think Finney Smith is <laughs> okay. the man who's um, going to tilt this. Okay, so here up. here are some predictions I got lined up. Mm-hmm. I think, firstly, you know, if Dallas is going to win the series, aside from like Luca averaging 35, 40 points a game, it's going to be because Maxi Kleba is yeah. unstoppable from behind the arc. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about this for a sec. In the playoffs, Maxi is 29 of 49 from three. It's good. Against the Grizzlies, the Warriors let, you know, John Morant shoot the lights out from deep, but they were going to just pack the paint. That was their that was their strategy. Let Jaw cook from the perimeter, but no one's coming in the lane. Right. And I don't think it's going to be so easy for Draymond and the Warriors to sort of employ that same strategy with, you know, just when when Kleb is on the floor basically. I also think um, all of the Looney minutes are yep. a, a big loss for Golden State. The more, if they're playing totally. Kevon Looney, the the Mavs are going to shoot threes over them and and uh be able to D up their lineup pretty good. Yep. I agree with Ben. Um I think that Golden State is going to have more rest here. They they've got home court, so I, I would not be surprised if Golden State won game 1. Don't be surprised if they get off to a, a hot start in the series, but I think the longer the series drags on, the more it favors the hard-nosed Mavs. And then lastly, I like Dallas in this series. Uh, call me crazy. I'm drinking all sorts of Kool-Aid. I just think something Not special crazy. is happening down there. Not crazy at all. They've Prisoners got, of the moment. They got those stoppers on the wings um, who are lights out from three. Bullock, Finney-Smith, They these guys are like the epitome of 3 and D. Mm. Luca is otherworldly right now, playing inside and out, and I'm taking Dallas's defense over Golden State's offense in six games. Wow. There we go. Can I get some X yeah. factors, Chris? 
Mm. Some X factors um, for the Mavs. Yeah, Kleba. Mm. I mean, I, I, I think I think Maxi Kleba is like that bellwether guy where if if he is if he's if he's hot from three, and I think if if Dinwiddie is averaging north of 15, 20 points a game, um, I think it it's bad news for Golden State. So I'm hearing two um, X factors for Dallas. Yeah. Dinwiddie. Yeah. Dinwiddie and uh, Maxi Kleba. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> Both lines of the X. Yeah. Let's go over to the Eastern wait, wait, Conference Golden now. Golden State X factors? What? what? <laughs> I, I'm not going to be giving out Golden yeah. State's X, X um, factors. No? Okay. No. Okay. No. All right. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yes. I mean. All right. We can move on. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Eastern Conference, <laughs> Miami and Boston. Boo. This one gets this one gets started tonight. Oh yeah, Tuesday at eight thirty. The best, um, the best of the East. So let's begin with some questions. Uh, Wham, Ben, mm. what are you guys wondering at the outset of the series? I'm wondering how Miami would even have a shot of winning a game in this series. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the Celtics seventeen uh, five after the All Star break. Uh, eight and three in these playoffs. Um, and I hate them. Again, I hate them. But um, I think that they will... I think I just can't... Miami just does not seem like a serious team to me and in any way, shape, or form. So I think the Celtics will roll unless the moment get too big for Tatum and Brown. But I think they maybe are over that until they get to the finals where I think I think the champion will come out of the West. But we're way ahead of there. So there you go. Wow. Hmm. That's the question I have. Does Miami win a game? Wow. Ben, a uh, question about this series that you have. Um, instead of a question, I actually have an additional comment to make about um, Dallas. I have one more X factor to <laughs> offer, which is uh, okay. not so much of an X factor as a, uh, you could call it a slight brag perhaps, but listeners okay. of ours may remember uh, back in one of our awards, I believe it was the final award show, uh, following the regular season that we did, and I uh, I named a coach of the year. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I said my pick for coach of the year. Technically, it was a co-coach of the year, so he was sharing mm. the award. But I did name and award the award to a one Jason Kidd. Wow! Um, so I just want to remind everyone that I was um, it was correct. Uh, you did nail that. So Kid is the X factor for you. Kid is is one of Kid versus Kerr. One of the X factors. I think that. Did they ever play against each other in the NBA? I'm sure, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Jason in the Kidd late and 90s. Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah, they must have. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, they overlap by a few seasons. Kid versus Kerr. Kid and Kerr. Mm. Kid and play. Um, well, okay, so yeah, back to the to, East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Unorthodox. Any about, Unorthodox. Any questions about Miami and Boston, Ben? It's too bad they don't have Jason Kidd on the sidelines, I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> question is, who are they going to get to coach if not Jason Kidd? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, boy, uh, what can we say about these these teams? Um, I think it's going to be a, a real hard-fought battle on both sides okay. <laughs> we're looking specifically for questions that you have. Uh, uh, i guess my my big question is um will i watch any of these games right yeah i mean i will obviously since i watch every nba game I, i'm a i'm a game watcher i'm not a not a stats guy i watch the game i watch the, the basketball but um it's gonna be uh yeah i have um I don't know. Do you have any questions, Chris, I can help you with? Because I, I do have a lot of answers. Um, yes. Oh, wow. I do. Here we I, go. do I do have some questions. Okay. So hey, my hey, first hey. question is Jimmy Butler and who else? That's what I mean. Mm. I mean, it's just – and Marcus so, Smart's going to be on him. It's not I, love, I love Bam Adebayo. I expect a huge series from Bam. Yeah. But specifically on the perimeter, I'm wondering, like, who is going to help put Jimmy Butler over the top Tyler from Hero, an offensive baby. standpoint? His name Tyler is Hero. Victor Oladipo and Udonis Haslam. Tyler mm. Hero. So Tyler Hero, I think, is averaging 14 points a game in in this last round against Philadelphia. Yeah. Woof. That's not going to cut it against Boston, whammy. No. Um, and Jimmy's going to need some help. Just the matchups. The matchups seem so overwhelmingly Boston. You know, Robert Williams can take care of Bam Adebayo. If and he plays, we know. We yeah, he know. plays. He should play. He played Game Seven, didn't he? Did so. he? I don't, I, I don't think what? he got off the bench. What? Yeah. Grant Williams? Um, okay. Grant, Grant Williams. That confused my Williamses. Yeah. But uh, let's say he plays. 
that's a disaster for for Miami. And um, then I just look at uh, Marcus Smart and Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler can't shoot over Marcus Smart on the perimeter mm. and probably will have difficulty getting around him. Jimmy Butler's stronger, faster than most defenders, especially guards, but not Marcus Smart. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a disaster for Miami. Mm. The other thing I'm wondering is, you know, on, on the flip side is how much can Boston, how much can the Celtics control their destiny from the three-point line? The Celtics are obviously one of the best three-point shooting teams in the postseason this year they're shooting 37 percent, but the heat are also you know prolific in terms of defending from the arc in the playoffs they're allowing opponents to shoot just 33 percent. so wham ben do we believe that boston's hot shooting from deep from the likes of you know role players like grant williams is that going to continue here in the conference finals against miami's stingy d I would think so. Again, I just don't see Tatum and Brown. Who who's guarding them? PJ Tucker can get one of them for a little while, but who's guarding them on the Heat? Butler. Butler cannot. I don't think Butler can size strength. You don't think he has that doubt? No, he's got I that doubt, so. but that's going to expend a lot. That's a lot of doubt. And if he's yeah. kind of like you know carrying the load on offense as well and. Kyle Lowry right. and, is and a very, very unreliable the type of at this offense, point. The type of offense that he... It's going to be a tough, he, tough road to hoe, as I like to say. Right, right. And the type of offense he utilizes, if he's expending that much effort on defense, you know, he can't drive. He, he does, he's not a shot creator for other people. Right, he's usually. not the Clay Thompson type who's going to, you know, no, score spot up 20 and take, points hit a three. on four dribbles. He, uh, right. He loves, he's got to move. He loves to he's show everyone drive. just how bad yeah. he wants it by just driving again and again until his body collapses, and if he, just and if utterly exhausted, drained of all just energy, completely just leaving devoid it quite of, literally yeah. on the floor, just melding, merging into the basketball, That's touching right. the source of hoops, pure will, and becoming grit. yeah. But uh, stop the presses here, folks. Marcus Smart is questionable for Game One. Whoa, is this breaking news? Win? Sprain. How, what are your sources sprain. for this? Uh, an article from Monday, Are yesterday. You, oh, you don't have to reveal it if it's confidential. You know, I don't it's want a, you to, was I don't a, want you to burn it any was a piece of written yeah, word the that, cards I, close to the that yeah, I just yeah. Googled, and it was posted on ESPN.com by Tim McMahon. Mm, oh, Tim Bontemps. Tim bon, oh, Tim Bontemps. Good times. Wrong Tim. I confused my Williams. I confused my Tims. Yeah. Um, one Tim's in Boston, the other one's in Dallas. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I just, I get, hmm. I the question to me is, does, what Why is he questionable? prayer do what's the, the have? What's the midfoot sprain? Midfoot, midfoot sprain. sprain. And then it said Robert Williams Ooh. could have played in Game Seven if necessary, so you'd assume that um, he would be in there. Yeah, let's let's talk about some of the key matchups in the series. X factors. Matchups that you guys not are these X factors or just key matchups? No key ma- the key matchups. Got it. Got it. Just making sure. key matchups that you guys are thinking about looking at. Uh, Whammy, you want to kick us off here? I would have said Smith Butler, but I'll go uh, uh, Smart Smart Butler. Smart Butler, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Smart. Uh, smart Butler, but I'll go Smart's foot versus his uh, uh, body. <laughs> there you go. Mm. That's a big deal. Is, that a big I just, I, is there anything interesting about this series? It just doesn't strike oh, me. Oh, yeah. As... I, think, I think you're not giving this one enough credit. No. No, I yeah. definitely am. I mean, I definitely let's am. talk. Okay, so he, here's a key matchup. So... Tatum and Brown are averaging a combined 51 points a game during Woo. the playoffs. So that's, that's obviously I, 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 the foundation, that's the foundation the yeah. of Boston's offensive attack, right? Sure. But how much can it's those like guys be slowed sugar. down? We done? Hmm? How much can those guys be slowed down? Uh, can I get a refill? <laughs> We get free Top re- me off. Re- free yeah. refills here. <laughs> I want. A, I want another cup of Keep that. Keep coming. Yeah. I'll tell you when I've had enough. Can Tatum and Brown be slowed down by the likes of Leave Butler? the pot. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's a coffee joke. Leave the pot of coffee. Anyway, go ahead. Can Tatum and Brown be slowed down by the likes of Butler and PJ Tucker? No. I mean, like. <laughs> but whammy, listen. Think back to last year's playoffs. I'm thinking PJ Tucker slowed down to the Bucks. Lo- I I freely admit that he slowed down Durant, and I for the first time in my life I was impressed by a quote unquote defensive specialist 
um, and First saw time. sort of the value wow. in that. Because all the time they say, these guys are d- defensive stoppers, and then the other guy goes out and gets 40 points, and then, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. You know, I, Jay Crowder, how many times have I seen Jay Crowder traded to the Cavs, and it was like, oh, he's going to be a defensive stopper. He just didn't hit shots and couldn't defend anybody. That was, you know, P.J. Tucker is a legit difference maker, but he's one guy. There are two of those Celtics. And I just don't see him being able to make that much of a difference. And Butler, too small. I think his, I think too, his defense yeah, is real. It's just his his contributions on the other side of the quarter right. are kind of the problem. It's, it's He's just like a zero. Tatum and Brown can take off. They can rotate on him on defense and not have to play defense. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just, again, it's, Bam Adebayo, I guess, is the... If Bam, if Bam can... You know, elevate his game scoring, especially then maybe I think there's going to have a huge. I think he's going to have a huge series. I'm expecting like big things from Bam. I'll go as far as predicting this: if the Heat make the NBA Finals, it's going to be on the back of Bam. Yeah, I would. And agree. I think Ben, we haven't seen Robert Williams the third play in what feels like forever. The Celtics, the Celtics have other bigs that they can throw at Bam between Al Horford, you know, Grant Williams, Daniel Theus, but um, I think we could see a massive series from Bam. I'm just worried that Miami doesn't have anything on the perimeter aside from Jimmy Butler to... It's a great worry, Chris, because they don't. (laughs) Yeah, your fears are valid. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't... I'm just looking... are justified. You start, you you know, if Kyle Lowry plays or doesn't play, he's looked terrible. Duncan Robinson has been, you know... When's the last time Duncan Robinson Put him on a missing... Put him on a missing persons poster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, last we're gonna, time I saw that guy was on my milk carton. When yeah, I was we're going to say Ben and I are going to yeah. start canvassing door to door, knocking and handing out little photos of him to see where he went. Have you and seen then, this assuming, boy? Assuming Kyle sort of, Lowry is out. Go ahead. You know, are we to believe? Like, what? What's the plan of point guard Max, for Miami? Are they, are they playing Gabe Vincent at, as their starting point guard? I mean, I guess they have to, but I guess they're looking at Max Struess being that other perimeter threat. And when when you start right. saying that, you're like, oh, Max Struess. Like, that's not, I mean, you know, Butler or Oladipo or Struess are going to be handling the ball. Gabe Vincent will be handling the ball. And that's just not a recipe for success. All right, predictions. What do you got? Um, heat and four. No, I'm just, just kidding. Just, kidding. just all right. Celtics and four. My prediction wow. is, uh, you know, um, Jimmy Butler will be uh, looking for the Tobias Harris to get him motivated, and it's not there, and they'll be losing. It'll be very easy, very easy for the Celtics. Wow. Ben, you got a prediction here? Um, I need a little more time to think about this one, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, Ben. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely get back to you, though. Nothing about I'm Jason still, Kidd? Still or crunching some numbers. You don't yeah. have any I didn't quite kids have, out there if you want to predict anything? Um, no, I'll go ahead and say Celtics in five. Okay. Yeah, my big prediction here is that the, ser- the series is going to be absolute hand-to-hand combat. Whammy, I think Woo! it's going to be much more competitive than you're making it out to be. I think this is going to be an old-school defensive series, a grudge match, <laughs> Ben, chains, whips, rocks. Mm. Bring it all for this one, baby. I anticipate this series will dip be very physical. Dip your fists in some hot glue and then dip them again in a bucket of nails. Yes. This will be ugly. I think Boston wins the series in six games. I Smear think that Brown, war paint all over your chest. Yeah. Jalen Brown, I think, is going to win MVP of the series. Uh, I think I think he's going to make quick work of Tyler Hero. Bring out that's that probably, modified, guitar, modified car with the guy playing guitar on it from uh, Fury yeah. Road. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. Spray paint, inhale some... Uh, some some silver yeah, spray let's paint. Get some get some chrome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, we're supporting you. Come Wait, do we the... X Factors? We did them. Wait, what were the X Factors? <laughs> no, t- I thought we were still on uh, key. We talked I about thought we were still on yeah, key matchups. T- ben, we talked about them. I don't remember hearing anything about it. I, yeah, I, we did it. We, we did, did it. We did Western Conference X Factors. No, we did Eastern X Factors. It was like one of the first things we did. When was that? No, we did. We were on. It was like earlier in the podcast. We Chris said, "What are the X Factors?" I told him my X Factors. It was Western Conference. We didn't do Eastern. No, we did the Eastern Conference. Can you remind me real quick? Do you want? Do you want to add an X Factor? I mean, I'd love to. Okay, what, who's your X Factor in the uh, Celtics? Al Horford. Heat Series. Al Horford. Al Horford. For the Celtics. Okay. Wow. And uh, 
Jimmy Butler for the Heat. Wow, very good. Very nice. Yeah. Wham? <laughs> oh, uh, again? You want more X-Factors? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we might as Please. well uh, factor what it we're up. here for. Let's say Kyle Lowry. Mm. And then uh, we will say Big Big Bob Williams uh, on Bam Adebayo. Mm. I like that. Wow. Yeah, that's Those are good. good ones. I like, I think Bam Adebayo, uh, X-Factor from Miami, and... Uh, um, for for Boston, I got Jalen Brown. Not JB, you love JB. Coming out party for JB. I think he's going to have a huge series. I think he's going to have a huge series. So I think you he's think... going to make really quick work of Tyler Hero. Yeah. And it's ultimately going to be why Boston advances pretty handily. So you think Miami structures their defense around Tatum and Jalen Brown is just free to go? Or are you thinking, like, what are you seeing that? How are you seeing that? I just think, I, I think, yeah, I think, I, I think there's just going to be a gross mis- mismatch um, with with uh, Jalen Brown just exploiting Hero. He's going to get switched on onto, onto Hero, and he's just going to crush him. Torture. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I think I, the only thing I like more than a gross mismatch is a gross mishandling. That's right. Yes. Sure. Uh, certainly better than gross incompetence. <laughs> yes. The worst. The worst. The Eastern Conference Finals gets uh, kicked off tonight. Wait, wait. There's one one level we can go lower. Gross profit? Gross negligence. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well. All right, Wham. Uh, At Whammy45, TikTok. (laughs) Anything else you got to plug? No, just uh, love the podcast, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a blast. I love I love talking hoops with you. You guys, there's no other I'd rather be. It's and, better. Uh, I'll see you. It's, it's I'll see you on the text a... thread. Yeah, I'll see you at the. Yeah, forget Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. This is this is our Super Bowl. Yeah, I was going to uh, say it's better with your presence, Wham. Thanks, guys. Yeah. and I'll see you on the text thread tonight. And then yeah, at, at Brandon Lewis on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Always fun to do the pod. You can listen to Switch. 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 Switch.